Hey folks, good morning. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's I I, it, I I I don't know what to say. I'm getting so weirdly. I was gonna jump right into it. I'm getting so weirdly angry lately, and it's not because of the lockdown. I'm I'm fine. I've, I've said it a million times. I'm bread. It's bread for lockdown. 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 Yeah, well, yeah, I d- I'll tell you about a, a, a minute I took a walk the other day, and Jesus. Yeah, no, I, lockdown's fine. I like it. It's cool. How are you doing? You okay? I'm talking to you in the car right now, on the walk with the, the earbuds in and hopefully wearing a mask. I'm talking to you. You all right? You doing good? You staying away from everybody? Not like those jerk-offs in Colorado? Yeah. There's some jerk-offs in color. There's some jerk-offs everywhere. There's some jerk-offs here, local. Trust me. I'm telling you. I, I find myself, and maybe you feel this way. I don't know because it's, a, again, this is a one-way street. I don't, I'm talking to you, but you're not talking to me. At least not after I make a question. You don't come back with a thing. You might write a thing on the line, online, on the line. And uh, I might say, oh, yeah, that was a great question. Uh, are you, you know, upset about a thing? And I'll say yes. And then uh, that's a conversation. But this right now is a one-way street. But, man, I am so fucking angry lately. And I, it's it's all, it, I, be honest with you, it focuses right in. Like, I'm, like, you know when you circle the drain, they say, you're circling the drain. Well, when you are circling the drain and like, you know, all these things are happening and around the edge and then it narrows into one little point before the poop goes down the hole. Yeah, that that hole is Trump and it's pissing me off. I'm I'm just angry at this fucking guy. I don't want him as our president anymore. I hate him. I hate him so goddamn much. (laughs) I really do. I, I don't even think, you know. Usually my line is, I, look, I like the guy, but I don't like, and this is generally speaking. Normally I'll say things about someone, I'll go, well, I like the guy, but I, I just think he's a, a dipshit when it comes to business, you know? And that's about anybody, if I feel that way, not about Trump. But man, I fucking, I don't like him. I, I want to punch him. I don't like him. I hate him so goddamn much. I really do. I, I really do, and I've never been so angry about politics in my fucking life, ever. I've never been this mad about it. I never have. And here's the thing. It's 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 bringing out the worst in people, and maybe even me, the happy guy. <laughs> well, no, not really. But it's it's bringing out the worst in so many people. I, 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 I don't know. I don't get it. I fucking hate him so much and it makes me angry so yeah maybe this is just me not being able to control my fucking meta gamma ray radiation that's flowing through me i don't know but man i'm ugh, god so yeah here's the thing based on like this anger with the the little things that feel let me give you a little story that happened to me the other day so we had some N95s here in the in the recording mecca. We we had some, and uh, we had one <laughs> because the other ones were used. So we were down to one, and my wife was going to Costco, and so I thought probably better for her to have it. So she took it and she wore it and did the thing, and that was great. But I needed to take 
that little pretty, pretty princess dog of ours, Cloud, I had to take her out for a walk at uh, 11 o'clock in the morning. And so I went out and I'm like, shit, I don't have a mask. You know, I don't know. I, I just didn't have a mask that fit and it was, you know, whatever. So I'm like, all right, well, here's the thing. I'm going to look outside. I don't see anybody. I'm going to do basically a, a three house radius loop where I just walk down three houses. I walk back three houses. I'm not going far. If I see anybody, I will absolutely stay away from them for their protection and mine, you know, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to go near anybody, blah, blah. And I'm not going to go far because I don't want to run the risk of running into people. So I'm mitigating it the best I could because the dog had to go to the bathroom. All right. So I'm on the walk. I'm about three houses down in my proposed three house radius and I don't have a mask on. And I, I, you know, and here's the thing I'm now, I, I get paranoid about not having a mask and I feel bad about not having a mask. I felt bad. And this is the only time, by the way, mind you, I felt bad. I was like, shit, I'm letting people down by not having a mask on. That's how I felt. I was like, I'm letting them down. So I'm, I'm, I'm in my third house, the, the farthest I'm going to go before I start to turn around. And there's a guy who I know. And he goes, he points at me. He, he lifts up his arm and points at me and he goes, Oh, where's your mask? And I was like, well, I don't have it on because, you know, my wife took it to Costco. Well, I thought you people had to wear masks. I was like, what the fuck? What fucking you people? <laughs> what is this shit? So yeah, that's, that's, and man, I was like, all right, <laughs> old man. And he was an old man. And I, I, I just, I, I kind of grinned at him angrily, I think, because even when I'm happy smiling at people, people still think it's anger, angry smiling, you know, and that's fine. This is intentional angry smiling though. So I anger smiled at him. Like you could probably tell I'm doing right now. And it was like, well, guy, and I said his name, but I'm not going to say it here. I said, Hey guy. Yeah, well, uh, my wife has the mask at Costco because I felt it was more important. Anyhow, uh, and then I turned around and walked away, kept walking my dog angrily because I'm like, fucking you people. What the fuck you, man? Yeah, uh, if, if by you people you mean upstanding Americans who are taking this seriously, yeah, you are correct. And it was my, and, and honestly, my bad. But I had to make a choice, and that was the choice I made. I still felt it was a uh, responsible one, as I did not just go on a frolic outside and, you know, bounce around like I'm a little fucking snowflake that doesn't give a shit about anybody or anything. Um, Yeah. So then I came back, and, you know, since then, by the way, let me me point another little fun fact out for you. Since then, I have uh, come into... uh, the ownership of uh, a good number of masks. Let's just put it that way, right? I'm not going to tell you how many, but uh, that number has changed since I received them. And here's why. Like I received a box of things and in that box was X number of masks. Great. And I'm like, I don't need X number of masks. So I am going to offer them up to some people who I think might 
have a need for them. So I did. So I sent out a message to, well, uh, let's about 10 people. And I said, I have masks. I have enough for your household. If you need them, please let me know. Including the, well, I thought you people wanted, needed to wear a mask. Including him. Because fuck that. All right. So I got some response. Yes, yes. Uh, I got a lot of no's. And then I got a lot of yeses. And I said, okay, great. So for the yeses, I said, I will drop them off on your door. Here's what I recommend. Don't come out and greet me. I'll drop them off. I'll let you know they're there. And then let them sit for 24 to 48 hours. You're, whatever you're comfortable with before you put them on your face. If you want to put them on something to, to clean them, go ahead because I touched them. And I'm not sick, by the way. However, I'm trying to keep other people safe. So I don't know if they did or not, but I know they took them. And out of all the folks who took them, uh, I haven't seen one fucker wearing one. Let me put it that way. I gave them to him. I haven't seen anybody wearing them. Um, now, I, I don't know. Maybe I hope they're wearing them at stores if they're going to stores. I hope they are. I, but when it comes to just strolling around the hood, no. No, 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 no. No, because that would be, uh, I guess, panicky or something. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm, I'm, I'm at my fucking wit's end. Let me put it that way. About seeing this and, and the fucking people in the restaurants who are like, Let's reopen it. It's okay. It's all fake anyway. No, it's not. It's a fucking uh, virus and it's in the air and it's going to fucking kill you <laughs> if you're not careful. So there you go. And uh, this jerk off in charge who's... Uh, Picking on poor Weijia Zhang saying, you know, we have beautiful tests. We have the greatest test. Who gives a fuck if we have the greatest test? Just test everybody. I don't give a fuck if they're pretty, if they're beautiful, if they're great, if they're the best. I don't give a shit. What I give a shit about is do we have them, right? Yeah? Do we have them? Yes or no? And then when poor Weijia Zhang asked the president a really legit question about why do you keep comparing us to the world about like our testing is so much better when Americans are dying by the day. He goes, why don't you go ask China? Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you fucking lunatic. Okay. So that's our guy. That's the guy that some of you, not me, so I'm not taking responsibility, but some of you did put this fucker in charge. <sighs> Good call. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Well, you know, November can't come soon enough. Jesus Christ. It just cannot come soon enough. And and you know what? <clears throat> I'd like to go back to the days of of going, yeah, politics. I don't know. I just don't like to discuss it. That, that was always my line for like 45 fucking six years. It was like, oh God, I don't want to get into it. I just don't, you know, it, it's, it's okay. Things are, you know, not always in my favor, not always against me, but you know, it's fine. Now I'm just like, fuck you. I hate you so much. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's what I feel like now. And I don't think I'm alone. I don't think I am, but I don't know. I don't know. If you voted for Trump, God fucking good luck. That's all I could say. Again, when history comes down, <laughs> what side are you going to be on, folks? <laughs> I know what side I'm, I'm going to be on. I know exactly what side I'm going to be on. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, when I was in my when I was in my twenties, you know, I, I watched the oh, I read the book The Stand, and then I bought the laser discs of The Stand, which were like four laser discs. It was a really cool movie. It was a TV movie, quite frankly, but it was done really well. It had like a, it, it was just a great, great adaptation. I liked it. It wasn't perfect, but it was cool. It was fun, and I watched it. And you know, I'll talk more about the movie than the book because the mo- the book was pretty fucking heavy. the The movie was like. I don't know, pandemic, people died. And then like a a small group of people lived pretty much. And of those people, it was kind of split down the middle of like, are you going to be good? Are you going to be bad? And the good people went to like Colorado and they walked up the mountain and then went to the, to the house and they saw, you know, the lady sitting there and she was going to take care of you in Colorado. It was great. And then the, uh, the evil folk <laughs> went over to Vegas. And I was like, <laughs> when I was in my 20s, I was like, I'd, I'd be one of the Vegas people. Well, not anymore. No, I, I'd, I'd make the try. I'd, I'd go over to Colorado and uh, try my hand at some farming, you know, pick up a, a shovel and help out. That's what I'd probably do these days. I would not go to Vegas. I would not be in the Vegas crew, you know, it just wouldn't be. And, and by the way, you know, the way it played out, the Vegas crew didn't fare well in the, uh, in the stand. So, uh, just keep that in mind. So when I say, what side of history do you want to come down on? Really think about it. <laughs> you know, I mean, you really want to be on, on, on team dick bag. <laughs> I mean, do you <laughs> just do you, or do you want to be on team humanity and, and just go, yeah, well, that was a misstep that we took for four, hopefully just four years. That was a little, look, we stumbled, we, we skinned our knee and then we got up and we shook it off and we wiped it off. I'm wiping off my knee right now. And and now we're back on track. So do you want to be the, the, on the side of like the stumble and scratch your knee? No, no, you don't. <sighs> on the show today, folks, talk to a guy per usual. I had a real, I hope everybody listened to, there's a couple shows I want to point out. If you haven't heard them yet, I want to point them out. The Paul Alexander Butler show was, was fabulous. It was great. Just a couple dudes who didn't know each other really well, uh, just hitting it off. You know, we talked about everything that inspired us and all kinds of shit. We, matter of fact, our dialogue carried on after the fact, uh, a couple of days. And in, in fact, even a week, we talked about a couple movies that we, uh, you know, that we discussed after the show. And I don't even know if we talked about them on the show, but it was, it was nice. It was a nice chat. It was good to kind of connect on another level with someone who I probably wouldn't have connected with if I hadn't had this show. It was pretty cool. I, I enjoy that. And when I see uh, Paul again, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a little bit like a little bit, uh, you know, more. Hey, buddy, you know, what's what's really going on? What's going on with you these days? How you doing? I want to sit down. I want to listen to him for a minute and, uh, you know, really, really kind of connect on that human level. I, I really do, because I didn't before. We talk about it in the show. We were we were those two guys that were like the head nods, you know, which is a lot of people, you know, where you see me go, hey, man. Hey man. All right. What's up? Hey, you doing all right? All right. Good. Cool. And you say this as you're passing each other and then you keep talking as you've passed and you're, you're turned around and you're, you're talking backwards now as you're getting farther away. That, that was our relationship. And again, as was my relationship with a lot of people in, in this regard, I don't know 
the 3,000 people that I, I seemingly are friends. I don't know them. But I'm trying to get to know some of them little by little on the show. The other one was the Julie Ahern show. What a treat. What a lovely treat it was. It was just a nice, fun, aloof conversation. It was good. But today on the show, folks, how do I say it? Have you ever bought a game? <laughs> Have you ever bought a game <laughs> and you get that game home and you're so excited? You're so excited to play that game and you want to play that game. It's called Gloomhaven um, or any other game that's got a bunch of stuff in it. Let's just say it's got to be a game with a bunch of stuff. Have you ever gotten a game with a bunch of stuff and you're so excited to play and you just want to get it open? You you open the box, you get pour out the stuff, you set it up, and you go, God, this is going to be great, and then you play it, and the game is great, and then you got to put it away, and you go, well, shit, everything is just an empty box. Like, I'm, I got 3,035 pieces of things in this game, and I'm just dumping it into basically a bucket. You're just dumping it into a bucket that's shaped like a box, and then you go, when it's time to play the greatest game of all time again, and you look at it and you go, oh, but I got to set it up and I got to I gotta redo it and organize it and stuff. Oh, nerds. Nope. I'll pass. I'll play The Mind instead. I'll play No Thanks. I'll play Love Letter instead. Well, folks, the guy on my show today... He's fixed that for you. He has. He's developed, and you know, with I'm sure other folks, probably his wife, I don't know. He's developed an organization for, uh, an organization item for your games, folks. And in, in this guy's opinion, the best one. There's others out there. There are, but this one is the best. In my opinion, I like it. I use them. It's Greg Spence from The Broken Token on Brenzor's Dead. Hey, Greg Spence. What's hey, up, buddy? Brenner. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Good, good. Yeah, see, I like to... I don't, I don't like doing the preamble... When because you know people get on and I, I this happens almost every show where I get on and like you know people I gotta send the invites and then there's kind of like a little waiting room like a green room type of thing where it's just me and you and they're talking and then people start talking and I'm like no 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 because <laughs> we're gonna get on in, and they say the most interesting shit before you're recording that is a hundred percent accurate my friend <laughs> and then you have to ask them to repeat it it's just not as cool a second time. I'm like, let's just start. Let's just start over, because fuck, that was <laughs> rad, and now nobody knows what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. How's it going, buddy? How you doing? Doing good, man. Just doing the stay at home thing. You know, are you are you at home right now? Or are you? Uh... Yeah, I'm at home. Yeah. Okay. Are you guys doing any business in the factory? Is anything going on? <sighs> Not really. I mean, officially no, but we do occasionally have people that come up and are able to 
you know, get something they they need to take home to do some work. Um, we occasionally have someone come in and do a little bit of shipping to try to keep some orders flowing, but production is pretty much stopped, and that's that's what hurts a little bit. Oh God! So I should point out for anybody who doesn't know what a Greg Spence is, and I'm sure most of you do, uh, Greg owns the Broken Token. Right. Right. Now I, I would say co-owners probably more accurate. <laughs> that's right. It is <laughs> I gotta say that, yeah, with because me and my wife, Tiffany. People will get upset if we don't say those things. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you guys own the broken token and you churn out what I, and, and look, you're not a sponsor of this show. Let's let me just be upfront. But so I feel very comfortable saying this. You do have you brought to the gaming industry something that was so sorely lacking for years. Um, and, and I, for one, greatly appreciate it. And let me, let me give you a very prime example of that. When I was, uh, you know, doing the games and the production and all that kind of stuff, you know, we would, we would sit there and, and play in our R&D room at work and open up a bunch of, like, we would always play new shit all the time because I think you have to. And so we nothing, nothing would grind my gears more. If you, you could have like the, let's just say the greatest game on the planet, right? <laughs> let's call right. it. Gloomhaven. <laughs> sure. Just to but pick a random just, game. Just to pick a random thing out of that. But you could have the greatest game on the planet. And it's like the greatest experience once it gets on the table. And it's super fun. But once you got to put it back in the box and it's just a empty shell, it, it's, it's, it fucking ruined it for me. It, it really did. Yeah. And that maybe that's being weird and nitpicky and, or OCD-ish. But when I had to like put it in a box and then I could just pick it up and feel stuff shaking around and moving and all the cards I just put in there the right way are now just in a jumble. It, it drove me nuts, dude. Well, and the drove wor- me nuts. The worst, yeah. Yeah. And, and the other thing is, you know, one of the worst is when you, when you have this desire to play a specific game, but you literally decide not to play it because you don't want to go through the trouble of getting it on the table. And that happened with us with games like Caverna, you know, like fun game, but you know, you're going to spend 45 minutes just sorting through the tiles and getting the cards set up and getting everybody their pieces and dumping them out of baggies. So yeah, I mean, this, this whole idea was just kind of born out of a necessity and, uh, you know, we weren't the first to make organization. People were doing, you know, people were making their own foam core stuff prior to 2013, but nobody as a company was really producing uh, a product that was designed to do this, you know, for, for the mass market, so to speak. So that's kind of where we came in, but, you know, people had been organizing stuff, cutting foam core and things like that for a little while. But when we decided to take it to sort of the manufacturing level and do it with laser cutting, it definitely opened up a lot more opportunities. And we did a lot of things people hadn't seen before, like, you know, like trays with lids on them and, and, and a bunch of stuff like that. That was kind of really cool. So yeah, it's been fun. I mean, it was, like I tell people, was never really our intention to turn this into a business. We were just like, hey, let's make this cool thing to make our game nights better. And, you know, a lot of the best ideas are born out of necessity. And right. and other people saw it and were like, hey, I'll give you money for that. And that's sort of how the business was born. <laughs> well, and, and not for nothing. I feel like if you're going to do it, uh, I, I think the quality of stuff you guys do is... I, I mean, on to me, it's just the highest quality. It's well, it's you. the it, no, it really truly is, man. And 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 again, I've used your stuff privately for a long time. 
you know, so I, I feel totally comfortable saying that. So it's not like a, a weird, you know, like it's, there's nothing weird about it. It's just good stuff. So, well, you know, if you, I think if you're going to do something, do it right, you know, and like people appreciate it. And, yeah. yeah. And I mean, it, you know, it's, it, it's, it's not inexpensive, but it right. you pay for what you get and what you get will last you forever. Now, I, now, if there's a way you can make a delivery system where I don't have to spend a week putting my shit together, right? <laughs> yeah. like popping it out and then sanding it, you know, I mean, but look, that's a, that's a small price to pay. But anyway, yeah, so Greg, it, Greg's the broken token. Right. Greg and Tiffany. Right. Is the Thank you. Thank token. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what are you guys, are you guys playing anything right now? What's hot on the table? Oh, now now man, that we're you know, home doing fucking, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and I hate to say this, like we've never, when it's been just my wife and I, we've never been big game players on our own, just the two of us. Like we've always played socially with other people. So we haven't really been playing a lot since all this stuff hit. I mean, my, my kids, you know, our kids, your kids, my kids are like the same age. And, and I don't know about you, like they're really getting to that age now. Like we've been playing games with them, but it's been their games, you know, like they're starting to get to the point now where it's like, okay, I can maybe start working them into my games. You know, there's things that I like to play that I can start teaching them now. Whereas when they were much younger, it was more like the unicorn glitter lux and stuff like that, you know, but like now they're getting to the age where it's like, okay, I can teach them this. And, and so that's starting to happen more and more, um, which is cool. I, I agree. So what we do, so we've done the same thing. Like we had, you know, early on, look, let me take a, a long step back. When they were born, <laughs> I looked at them and I'm like, okay, I got two boys. What kind of shit am I going to teach them about like pop culture and, right. you know, what Transformers are they going to like? And Star Wars is going to be in their DNA. It, that that was on day one. That was on day one, man. And like when we started, you know, when they started getting to the game age, like the, you know, kind of board gamey age, it was, you know, the standards, the shoots and ladders, the whatever. And then like I started taking a look at our industry and I'm like, well, what can I get them into? And it was like coconuts, you know, and they wanted uh. to play things where you shot a fucking looking like a little plastic milk dud into a cup. And Dude, that's a great game, by the way. I love coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> it does get requested a lot still. And I'm like, guys, come on. It's, it's monkey. It's monkeys throwing poo. Let's admit it. I know. <laughs> That's really what it is. I mean, it's someday, like, I just want to fake them out and put something in there that kind of splats when they hit something. So it just <laughs> freaks them out. Like, I don't know what it'll, maybe I'll just, I'll melt down some milk duds or something. But right. I mean, you know, I don't know. We're, we're, we're kind of in the same boat. I mean, it is weird though that, you know, it, and it, lest anybody uh, know otherwise, which I don't know how you would, but you have a set of twins, yep. correct? Right. <laughs> I right. have a set of twins. They were born 10 days apart. Right. And how the, that worked out. the weird part is uh, you and your spouse worked at Sony at that time. Me and my spouse worked at Sony at that time. Yeah. So I don't know. I always thought there was like something in the fucking water or something over there. Right. They were, there was some sort of weird, you know, Final Fantasy experiment that was happening over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny how that worked out. And yeah, you've got two boys and we have a boy and a girl. Yeah. And they're good kids. Yeah. Yeah, all around. I would. I, it, it seems so. <laughs> it seems so from the social media stuff that gets out there. It's like, oh, look, you know, little X did like the greatest thing today, but nobody. How come nobody ever posts like, I don't know. Hey, look, they threw a golf ball through a window. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. My, yeah. Post when my daughter knocked over our 65 inch TV and broke it. Should have posted that. Oh, 
was that, that was hurt. that a, was, yeah, was that a real story. development was that yeah. a recent development oh that it no nah, it happened it happened a while back you know, we take the blame for it it wasn't really her fault i mean we were moving <laughs> stuff around we had taken the tv off the wall and we had to lean it up like, along the back of a couch and we told them don't jump on the couch be careful tv's leaning up against it but we left it there you know a few days longer than we should have and sure enough something happened it fell over she was pretty heartbroken she was really sorry about that that's the kind of thing you don't really you don't really like get onto them too much you know well maybe in your house i don't know (laughs) in my house it would have been different would have been a different conversation throwing Um, dishes (laughs) oh my god no like we go ahead Oh, no, no. I was just going on. Well, it's funny because yesterday we had, I'll just call it an issue. I, I, I don't know how much of this I should reveal because. <laughs> I'll reveal it all. <sighs> all right. Fuck it. Um, so <laughs> yesterday it was like, it was about four in the afternoon. And, you know, so, you know, the kids are doing their school bit at home and and we'll, I'll talk about that in a minute. But we go through, we have a scheduled day, right? So they start, they go through the whole thing. And, you know, at about when it's when school time's over, typically, you know, we give them some like outdoor time mm-hmm. um, in the middle of the day, like around lunchtime and all that. And they go out there and they run around for an hour in the backyard or whatever, do, do whatever. Yep. But like so by the time the school day is over, they're like, we just want to like get cleaned up and put our comfy clothes on and we want to play some video games. And I'm like, fine, because you did all you did your whole school bit and all that. So it's fine. So I'm sitting here, and if they're going to do that, well, fuck, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I'm 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 in you know my little room, and I'm playing like Final Fantasy. And it, it, it's it was it was a long day to begin with for a couple of reasons, and then about four o'clock, you know, my wife comes in, and uh, one of the boys, I, I I'm not going to say who, but one <laughs> of them, I mean, get a fifty fifty shot, right? One of them comes in, and he's just got a little weird look on his face, and. You know, I didn't think anything of it. He just, I don't know. And then my wife just like, you know, gave him a pat on the butt. And she goes, hey, why? And and they were wearing like, because it's been really hot. Yeah. All they're wearing is like underwear and a t-shirt around the house in the afternoon. That's what they want to wear. Fine. It's hot. Go for it. Right. So she pats him on the butt. And she goes, hey, why is your butt wet? And he goes, oh, okay, I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck me, what is this? Right. And he goes, well, I was playing, um, I was playing on my Switch and he was playing a, uh, like a strategy game or something. And it was whatever. And he goes, Jesus Christ, can you hear that? Can Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, a little bit. It's faint. Yeah. What is, is that? It? It's, it's the gardener with the leaf blower oh. right outside the window. <laughs> Great timing. Thanks, guy. Thanks, man. Second week in a row. And I should know by now that that's the schedule for this guy. And <laughs> fuck, exactly one week ago at this time, I was doing another one. And like, I'm like, why the fuck do I hear a lawnmower out back? Anyhow. So he goes, all right, well, I'll tell you. Um, I peed my pants. <laughs> He's like, I got mad at my game and I just peed my pants. And oh, I was like, man. And, and both of us are like, what? Like, what do you, I don't understand. Like, wh- how? Like, what do you mean you got mad at your game and you peed your pants? Yeah, I mean, how, how's that the reaction? <laughs> where's the connection? I don't, right. I mean, I get mad a lot too. And I'm thinking, I don't know, I guess it could happen, but I'm not sure. So we're like, well, what? <laughs> and so we go into their playroom and, you know, they got this little couch set up in there. And it's, it's one of those like microfiber couches. So yeah. if you put a, a bead of sweat on it, you could see it Show a mile up. away. Right. Dude, 
dude. It was, it, it was the, it, it's like if you threw a, a, a big bucket of water up in the air and it just landed <laughs> on it. That was the size of the pee area that was on this couch. Oh, and I'm like, what in the fuck happened? <laughs> I don't understand any of this. Right. And and oh, gosh. You know, and then like so we're like okay, go j- go take your shower again. Go shower again. We'll figure this out. And then I look at the other one and I go, what happened? <laughs> Can you shed sitting- some light on this? <laughs> yeah, cuz they're both in there together and they're both sitting on the couch and I'm like, you know, the other one's still kind of sitting there. And I'm like, don't you understand your brother just peed all over the couch? And like, you're just still playing like Super Mario Maker 2. I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't get any of this. So long story short, you know, <laughs> we, he comes out and he, you know, he feels really bad, right? And I go, well, you should. I mean, you know, you're a little too old to be peeing on the couch or anywhere for that matter that, I mean, backyard, go for it. But, you know, I, and he comes out and he goes, I, I think I should be punished for a week. Oh, man. I was like, all right, okay, hold on. I mean, so I, I said, well, let me think about it, right? Let me think about it. And I thought about it for like 10 minutes. I'm like, I'm not going to punish the kid. He he feels horrible, right? Number yeah. one. And I, I'm like, all right. So I go in there and I go, here's the thing. If you, <laughs> first of all, this never happens again, is what I told him. I said, this is never, this is, a, this is your free pass, all right? Like, if you have to go to the bathroom, Put the game down. Go to bathroom. Period. Right. Th- that that's where we are as a, as a society in this house. Okay. <laughs> Secondly, you know, and I gave him like the because you told the truth, like you're not in trouble. Like, right. You just I go next time. I don't know. Maybe don't sit in it. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Um, I, I just don't understand how this whole thing went down. Like so. You know, uh, long story short, uh, good parent for not punishing kid for feeling shitty about himself. Yeah, yeah, that was the right move. I think so. I was like, well, this is a point where I could teach him like telling the truth is the better option than to tell the truth and still get like punished or something. For sure. Yeah, for sure. But the question remains, like, how did you piss yourself when you got <laughs> mad at a game? So I'm like, I don't, I don't, I, that's where I, I don't, uh, I know. We, I we might, ne- might never understand that mystery. My outlook changed yesterday about my kid. I'm like, I don't know. Well, you were good at math, and then then this happened. So sounds like your routine's very similar to ours, though. Like, you know, when school's done, they're going outside to play. I'm also playing games. You know, it's like, okay, I'm going to relax now. It feel it's the weird thing about working at home is I feel like I'm working more hours than I did before because I just don't stop working. Other than those breaks every now and then to play a game or watch some TV. I mean, I'll come back downstairs and I'll, I'll start working at like 10 PM or I'll be up past midnight and like, oh, I'm just going to tweak these things on the website. So, I mean, but I enjoy it. So it's like, I'm not asking for any sympathy or anything like that. Like I do it cause it's fun. Right. But it does feel like it's longer hours. Well, don't you go like, well, I'm not, I'm not commuting. So that's extra time I could put in or, and like you said, if you just go downstairs you know, you log on to computer, you could be looking at anything. You might as well do just do 15 minutes of something just to get it out of the way. So it's probably yeah. true. Yeah. You know? Yeah. How's everybody, uh, how, how, how's everybody adjusting to the, <laughs> to the home? home life? I think, you know, it's like family wise, you mean like our family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, they're doing, I think they're doing fine. I mean, everybody's, uh, falling into the routine. I think Tiffany's struggling a little bit, mainly because she's bearing the brunt of trying to keep the kids, uh, you know, in check when it comes to the schoolwork and stuff. And that's been a little bit challenging. 
um, you know, cause it's hard for them to want to stay focused. Uh, and that's a full-time job right there. Just keeping those kiddos in check and doing what they need to do. But, you know, we're finding our routine. See, for me, it's, I, I'm not complaining about it in the least. I am I'm so not upset about having to stay home. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not either. Someone asked the other day on Facebook, like I, I don't remember how they posed the question. It was like, "What do you you know like the least or something?" Or you know about staying at home. And I was like, I kind of hate to say this, but I was like, I kind of like it. You know, like I didn't I didn't want anybody to misread it to to mean that I'm cool with what's going on. I mean, no, like it it sucks that we're dealing with this virus. That there's a lot of people that are sick. I mean. A lot of people are displaced economically. A lot of people's jobs are up in the air. All of that, mm-hmm. all of that is yeah. shitty. But, but I mean, if you're just asking me in a vacuum, like, do I like being at home? Yeah, I kind of like it. I mean, I'm I'm kind of a homebody, you know. Like, uh, so it suits my it suits my you know oh, lifestyle. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm in the exact same boat. Look, I mean, I I, I do like. Nobody wants to make light of the situation, and and quite frankly, anybody who is in the camp of like. It's just a cold. Just unsubscribe now. Yeah. I mean, just go, just go in a hole and leave. By unsubscribe, I mean the world. Just unsubscribe <laughs> from the planet, please, oh, because yes. you're just. I in like I don't want it. That's a rabbit hole, and you know I don't want to go down it again. But Jesus Christ, it's it's remarkable the folks who just don't give a, a rat's ass. And here's here's a funny thing. You know we take. You know, in, in, in our house, we're taking it really seriously. Like, you know, I say, like, I enjoy being home. I do. I really, really do. Because I am also a homebody. And, and I've said this before. When it comes down to, like, you know, we get invited 30 feet away from our house. I, I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> you know? I'm the exact same way. Fuck. I mean, I'll do it. And it's it usually ends up being a fabulous time. Oh, exactly. But, but like, the, the preamble leading up to it is such a, like, I don't know, man. I got to... I don't know. I just don't want to. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm the exact same way. And I know my wife hates it. She likes to get out and do more things. And, and I, I tend to think of like, Oh, where are we going to park? Are we going to find a place to park Dude. when we go there? You know, like that stupid <laughs> shit. That's what it's gets in the stupid. way of me wanting to go out and do stuff. But like you said, I normally go and have a great time when I'm done. I'm like, I'm glad we did this thing, but right. I'm the type of person that just dreads the logistics of getting out. And I, I'm, I've got a very short fuse when it comes to patience and dealing with dumb people in the world, <laughs> so, <laughs> when it comes to traffic and, you know, people just yeah. literally being dumb, I just don't have a lot of patience for it. I know that sounds well, horrible, but it, that's the truth. It, but, but it doesn't. And I'm, I'm telling you, it does not because I'm the literally the exact, I'm cut from that exact same mold. If, if someone tells me, first of all, when I hear the word, there's like a party, I'm out. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm out. I, I'm not even kidding, man. Like I just don't want to go. I don't want to be around it. I don't, I just don't give a shit anymore. Like I I did at one point in my life, but now I just do not. And like, but you know, there's, there's a couple times over the past like 10 years where someone is like proposed uh, the, the option of going to like, you know, Carlsbad on a Saturday evening. (laughs) And I'm telling you, I'm like, it'll be like a month and a half out. Like, Hey, you know, next month there's a thing we should go over there. Like there's a, Nope. I I am so, I will be. And if I have to go for whatever reason, like just, I have to be there because it's my, I don't know, parents, 8,800th wedding anniversary or something like that. (laughs) Right. 
If I have to go, I am the most miserable fuck for like that month and a half. Literally, I can't, I can't, I, I'll think about it every day. It weighs on you. It does. I know that feeling like when <laughs> that one thing you don't want to do, it just weighs on you the whole time. It does. And I'm like, because I'm I, I, the exact same thing. I'll say to myself, well, I got to fucking drive. So I'm going to have 0.0 drinks. So, and, and which means I'm going to be looking at my watch the entire night. The entire time. And while everybody's like walking around, having a great time, champagne, wine, but whatever, I- I'm going to be sitting there going, all right, we've been here like 48 minutes. Can we go now? Can, can we go? It's and maybe it, we it just may- need to do the Uber thing. Like I feel, I feel you on that. Maybe we just need <laughs> to call an Uber. Then we can have the drinks, not worry about the, the logistics. That might help. It, I guess it might. And that. then, you know, I, I, and there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know what's, and I am so envious of other people that can like just go and have a good time and not give it. I don't care. I'll dr- I'll drive. I'll have a couple of drinks and then I'm, I'm still okay. And I'll come home. I am so envious of that, but I can't do it. I cannot do it, Greg. Yeah. Can't have it. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I'm with you. So yeah, that's why I like being at home. It kind of <laughs> works out well. I can get my, I can get my work done from home just fine. I know. So, I mean, do you think like, I, I, you know, it's, it's a weird thing to think about, but do you, cause I, I've had this conversation with some other folks. Do you think like now that you've kind of been, you've seen like the home, like you just said, I can do my work from home. Do you think it's going to change how you do stuff when you go back? Yeah, like, definitely. I think, yeah. I think not just for me, I think for a lot of people, I think, uh, work life in general has been changed forever because of this. I think people will just see that like, Hey, it worked out. You know, I think uh, business owners are going to go, you know, this wasn't so bad. It worked out pretty well. I think a lot of people on the other end are going to say, you know, this, this fit my, my work life balance very well. Um, Maybe this is something that I need to try to see if I can continue doing. Uh, I think a lot will change. And as long as, you know, we're getting our work done and making the same progress that we used to make, I think it's good. I think it's really great. So. Yeah, I, I think there, a lot of folks are going to look and go, huh, I've been renting an office or I've been doing a thing or I have a building that's, you know, I, I, it, it was just fine, but now maybe we can downsize. I think a lot of people might come out of this at some point, you know, and maybe save a couple bucks and still have like the output that they were having. I hope so. Yeah. At least. yeah. If there's a silver lining to any of it, I hope it's something like that where people can find like a, a, a little bit of a, you know, black instead of red in the, in the accounting book, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's going to hurt. It's going to hurt a lot of, a lot of small businesses and that, that, that part really sucks. And, uh, you mean, you mean like Ruth Chris, right? Like there's, yeah, sucking, exactly. You know, those right? guys. Yeah. No, that's, that's, <laughs> that don't even get me started on that subject because we applied for the PPP loan and, you know, like we, we still haven't gotten anything, you know, right back from them yet so it's kind of like really guys like they're getting 20 million dollars and they're a chain like when there's small businesses like ours well it can help 40 employees you know well it's it's you're totally right and it's crazy that it had like i don't understand what pipeline that ruth like the ruth chris accountant lawyery scumbaggy people had because they soaked everything up so quickly 
like the the heavy abundance of money went out so fast to these bigger corporations like yeah. how did that happen <laughs> yeah like what secret handshake did you guys use on the internet jesus right it's right awful. i'm it's sure because they've got their you know you know small companies like me don't have my personal banker you know they probably have somebody's on speed dial they can call up and be like hey you know push this application through <laughs> I mean, the don't get me retainer. wrong, you know, Ruth Chris has a lot of employees that need support as well, but it's about the means and, and the ability to right. to survive. And those guys have the means, you know, like they right. they don't need it. They don't need the help like a lot of other smaller companies. And, do. and you know what? If you do take it last, you know, and I mean that because I, I don't want to say to any business like you don't I, I'm, I'm going to spend your money for you. Right. Like I don't want to I don't want to say that because then I don't want people doing it to me. But, you know, the bigger corporations, maybe whoever was like, you know, doing the output, <laughs> pushing the button, saying, go to this guy, go to that guy. Maybe they take a look and say, well, you can get it if there is like a, any amount left over after like all the, you know, 20 employee uh, businesses or 10 employer, two employee, you know, got what they needed just to yeah. just to survive. My biggest fear is like, what's the aftermath of this look like? Like, how do we all pay for this? I mean, we know the money has to come from somewhere, right? And like right now, everybody needs the help. But what's the long term view going to look like? How does this affect, you know, people going forward and businesses going forward? You know, how do we recover from all this? And that's the scary part. You know, if we never get any help from it, are we still bearing, you know, a tax burden, you know, right. to, you know, because of all of this? And, and you know, we might be in our own struggles. And if our taxes all go up, you know, that could be very difficult down the road. So who well, knows what it looks like. That's the thing. I mean, they're like stimulus. I, I'm very leery anytime someone says free money, right? I mean, right. yes, it's tax free. Well, s at some point, somebody has to pay for it somewhere down the road. And like- yeah. All these trillions of dollars that are going out. I mean, well, you know, it's it's a lot and somebody's going to get a bill. And that right. is that is scary. And, you know, the other thing that's scary right now is all these. Look, I want every small business to to be able to remain afloat just like the next person. I really I really truly do. But it's a weird it's a weird trade off to go like open a haircut place, but risk everybody's lives to be there. Right. Yeah. So it, it's it's weird to me when. You know, I see all these people that are clamoring to go back to work, open up. I need my tattoo parlor and all that. <laughs> What's the use of being open if people don't want to go? Yeah, You know, that's that's what I also, especially like in a service industry, because like you guys would be a little bit different. You're not a service industry necessarily. You know, like people aren't walking into your door for right. a thing to leave with a thing. It's It's a little bit different. But when I see like the haircut place and the salons and the movie theaters, like why would movie theaters want to keep their lights on and the popcorn machines going when I don't want like I love Sinopolis. I ain't going anywhere fucking near it right now. Yeah, know? it's scary. I mean, like I've I've gotten food out a few times since all this has happened. And every time I'm anxious about it, I'm like, well, how do I know the person working there wasn't sick or exposed or something like that? You know, like it's yeah, it's scary. Yeah. And so, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. And, you know, there's a there's a there's a few restaurants here locally to us that are like a mile away that we went to. Uh, there's a sushi place that we went to once a month, period, and whether it was lunch or dinner or, you know, and a mile is about my, you know, uh, farthest <laughs> I want to travel. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let me be honest. It's within the and bubble of comfort. It, it totally was in the bubble of comfort. And we could go early. <laughs> 
<laughs> like we could go at five and be home by like six. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm okay with that. So, and, and by the way, we did Uber every time we went to <laughs> for like a mile away. I don't need, I don't want to have a single drop of alcohol if I got to get behind the wheel. That's just, that. Yeah. that's how it is. And like, even if it's a mile away, I'm like, fuck it. Let's pay, you know, it, what is it? $9 to get there or something like that. Give me a break. Just right. do it. It's, it, and you know, we go, we have a bottle of wine and it's a lovely time. Anyway, so we, we, there's a, there's a couple restaurants that we would, you know, go to locally. And I, I know they're open now, you know, like even like a Jersey Mike's down the street for a sandwich for lunch. I would love to get a Jersey Mike's, but I'm freaked out about it, man. Yeah. I really am. And we haven't done any outside food uh, services um, with the exception of one. We had like a one of those like farm deliveries where they bring you like the produce. Yeah. That was the only thing we've done. And I, that was just last week. So I don't know. I'm like, I want to order a pizza. I want to, you know, get a get a sandwich because I want to support them as well. But right. I'm freaked out about it, man. And maybe it's people are going to listen and go, dude, you just got to get over it. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if just getting over it is just that easy. Yeah. I mean, we're in kind of the same boat, but we broke down. We ordered pizza, man. We just had to have it. It was like a couple of weeks ago. We were like, my God, we're craving pizza. Like, so we, we did, you know, and everybody's like, yeah, you know, they're all advertising the, um, you know, that they're sealing up the boxes and they're leaving yeah. them on your doorstep. And I, I get all that's cool. So, you know, we tried it and it was fine. You know, we're good, but yeah, I, I still am anxious about it every time. You know, we, we haven't done that much, but we ordered pizza once. There've been a couple of times I've been out and I'm like, I'm going to go through this drive through, but every time I do it, I'm kind of freaking out a little bit about it. Well, and I'll tell you again, I'm envious because to me, I feel like it's crippling to go. I really want to, you know, have like the sushi place, you know, deliver a thing or whatever. And it's probably fine, but I'm like crippled by this, like fear that somebody, you know, like hachu, you know, yeah. and there it is. And I'm like, I fuck with my luck with my luck. You know, it's going to be me, but I, but it's again, I'm envious of it. And at some point I think we're going to have to just break down and, you know, bite the bullet, but fuck, I don't know. For now, you know, we're just, we've been, every meal's been cooked and so far so good, but I, I don't know, yeah. man. It's me being paranoid. I don't think it's just you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a lot of people and that sucks. Yeah, there's there's restaurants I want to support and, and places that, that we went to regularly before all this happened and yeah. I want to support them because I want to see them survive. But, but yeah, I'm also thinking about everybody's health and it's like, oh man, I, well, I can't, I can't risk getting this stuff. Well, and like, you know, it's, I think if I was, if I were still in my twenties and I was still in my apartment and I was, I, there was no sniff of having children or even a wife at this point, I, it would be different. I can, I guarantee you, I'd be like, Oh, give a shit. Yeah. I got to stay home, but like, I, I'm going to do whatever. It, it's just, I guarantee it. So I don't know what switch necessarily flips. It's probably like just old and scared. <laughs> like, also. I'm like, I don't know. I just don't want my kids to get sick. And that's just a drag. And I don't, I don't yeah. want to deal with that. I mean, this is serious stuff, you know. It is, man. It is. So, look. So, I used to live in your neck of the woods, roughly. So, uh, I have to ask you the the real hard-hitting question then, dude. So, where are you getting your pizza from? <laughs> oh, man. My family, we can't decide on on what pizza we like. We all, we, we disagree on it. You know, like I'm going to solve this for you right now. Okay. Go ahead. All right. 
Yeah, no, I was going to say, like, I, you know, when it comes to the delivery stuff, I'm not super picky. I'll eat whatever, whether it's, sure. you know, Papa John's, Pizza Hut, Domino's, I don't really care. The kids like the Little Caesars. The wife, she likes Papa John's. So it's kind of whatever they want. But I, I like, um, I don't know, I like Felipe's Pizza Grotto if I'm going to go out and get pizza. All right. Um, the, so enough said. We're, we are exactly on the same page. <laughs> if funny. I am going to go out for a delicious pizza meal i will make the trip over to escondido and we will go to Filippi's. yeah dude that i I, and and here's the weird thing man not every Filippi's is created equal by the way yeah and and if anybody doesn't know i think i've been to the one in mira mesa and the one in escondido dude those are the two we've been to (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and i i don't think i've had a bad pizza there like they're pretty they're pretty good okay i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a pro tip man here you go the one in Escondido, right, is, first of all, it's some of the best pizza I've ever had in my life. It's just, it, it it's just there. The white pizza from Filippi's is something to die for. I haven't it's, tried that one. Well, I'm going to tell you, after we're done with this show, <laughs> you got <laughs> to call up Filippi's. Just go pick it up, man. They'll leave it on their doorstep. You pick it up, you bring it home. It is, that. the white is, it, it's, it's something... It's just something special. Let me put it that way. <laughs> now, if you go to the Mara Mesa Philippines, and, and anybody not living in San Diego is really going to love this conversation because you just can't get it. Right. <laughs> You're just not going to understand. The the pizza over at the Mara Mesa Philippines is something not, it's just not, it's not right. It's not the same. It ain't good. Mm-hmm. Now, they have some sort of voodoo that they have in there for have you ever looked at their menu they have like ribs <laughs> i like never that noticed over. that really they've got ribs dude they have ribs that's an over odd the combination <laughs> it is weird man <laughs> but there's a salad dressing a dressing that they have over the Maramesa Filippi's that you cannot get at the escondido one and so it's like i gotta make the trek to both or else i can't get the best of both worlds it's crazy man that's weird they need to get their shit together <laughs> Yeah, you would think like Philippi's would just like have some kind of intranet where they could just kind of share recipes back and forth. But I don't know, man. I see ribs on there. I'm like, what? I don't know. Really yeah, I got to go to Phil's for my ribs, man. They make some good ribs. Phil's has got some good stuff. Um, I'm trying to think. There was somewhere. I don't know. There was some there was some rib joint I was uh, thinking about the other day. But yeah, Phil's is kind of, I you know, you know, it sucks. You know, there's one in Rancho Bernardo, right? Yes. Yeah, I've been to that one a few times. So I literally lived in the apartments next door to that place for like eight years. I lived there. And when I lived there, the Phil's was a place called the Elephant Bar. It was just some shitty fucking beer place where you can get like uh, wings and all the beer you wanted. It was great. And that was probably when you lived there was probably when the only Phil's was like downtown, right? By the sports arena. That yeah, was the only, exactly. I, I was like, well, I'm never going there because I, you know, I'm, I'm never going to make it down there. Yeah. And now they open up 20, 20 yards from my front door, from my previous <laughs> front door. Yeah, it was lovely. Oh, that yeah. place is good. We used to make the occasional trip down there when we worked at Sony Online, you know, and that was a long lunch because you're driving downtown. But, you know, every now and then we just had to have barbecue from Phil's. So we would drive to the one downtown. We were so happy when they opened up the one in San Marcos. That was super cool. And uh, now they've got the one in Rancho Bernardo, which is really good. But yeah, now that's turned into like a Phil's ad. But no, that's some good barbecue. <laughs> Being from you know Memphis, Tennessee, I'm a bit of a barbecue aficionado. So you got to know where the good places are when you get out here to the West Coast. And Phil's, that stuff's pretty good. 
So when you, because you've been to Origins, you know, many, many times. Yeah. So do you, I'm, I'm guessing you've been to the Hard Eight, right? Yes. Yes. What? So people rave about the Hard Eight, and it, and for a time I liked it too. But I I went there, you know, five or six times, and it, I always got like diminishing returns every time. I don't Hard know, Eight. How, you, we're talking Dallas, though, right? Like BGG Con. We're talking Dallas. Yes. Yeah. Hard Eight. I, I liked it, man. I mean, it's it's good. It's like. You walk through there and they're, you know, you have to walk through the room where they're smoking everything and you get to yep. see it all right there on the smokers and you it was order, a cool experience. order by the pound. Yeah. No, you didn't like it? I, no, no, I did. I did. I, I liked it. And then it just kind of, I don't know if it like, it just became kind of commonplace or something, which just sounds weird because <laughs> you go there once a year, shouldn't really be commonplace, but I don't know. Like it was, it was good, but I just wondered like if from a barbecue perspective, where does that rank on the, uh, on the hierarchy. Oh man, I don't know. I I, I like it. I, I I say I'm like a barbecue aficionado, not really a barbecue snob. I'm not one of these where it's like, oh, it's got to be Memphis barbecue. You know, St. Louis barbecue sucks. You know, I'm not one of those. Uh, like I like Texas barbecue too. It's different. Like the brisket and everything from Texas, it's like hard to beat compared to you know like Memphis is more pork barbecue and stuff. And so it's yeah. it's all good. I don't know. It's all good to me. It yeah. I mean, I I I think I'm still kind of looking for the ultimate barbecue and and. So it's funny because I watch like the Food Network sometimes and I yeah. see these dudes that like, you know, they go and they they break, they they find some place where it's just they're they're cooking like the best thing that'll ever be in your mouth. I want right. to find right. that place. And I just I never have. You know? I, I want to try uh, Aaron Franklin's brisket down in Austin. I've never never been there, but I hear it's like the best. Oh, OK. <laughs> He's got. I mean, yeah. Like, I don't know. You, did you watch the chef show with John Favreau? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, he did it. He did a Netflix show as well. So if you watch the movie and you like the movie, you should check out the Netflix show. It's really good. He he. Has oh no, a lot no, of, I didn't. I did not know that. No, the, the, the it's really good. Like I started watching it because I saw that it featured people from like a lot of the Marvel movies. Like they sat down and ate with um with uh um uh. Why am I spacing on his name? The guy that plays Spider Man. Uh, Tom Holland. Yeah, Tom Holland. Yeah, they sit down with him and Gwyneth Paltrow and pe- other people from the shows. And, and uh, it was just kind of cool. And so I watched the Netflix show. It was really good. But yeah, he had Aaron Franklin on there from from Austin. And uh, yeah, that's a good show. Hmm. Definitely check yeah. it out. I got to give that a shot. I'm sure so, we're all binge watching, binge watching a lot of stuff right now. I'm dude, sure you watch Tiger King, right? Yes, watch Tiger <laughs> King. It, it, it was an experience. I mean, it, it was, I don't, you know... <laughs> It, there's fucked up people out there, man. I don't there know are. what else to say. You know? uh, it, it was a bizarre. Sh- it was entertaining. I, that was it was a train wreck of a show, and I could not stop watching. Yeah, it was. You know, I definitely had the people I liked and the people I didn't. You know, and you know, I I I wonder if Carol Baskin is really as shitty as she came across. Yeah, I don't know, man. It, it, I don't I don't know how I fit in with most society, but put me in the Joe Exotic camp. I like that dude. I think he's a hoot. <laughs> I, I think oh, he's hilarious, man. I would have hung out with him. I would have, dude. I he's he's hilarious. Fun to watch. Fun to watch. I I agree. And you know what killed it for me? You know what bummed me? And it, it sort of bummed me out at first, but then I was like, oh, that makes a, that actually makes sense. I was bummed out when I re, when I was told that he was, or when it was revealed that he was not the one doing his own singing. Yeah, because I loved his fucking little videos. Those songs are great. 
Those are hilarious. Uh, I see the video with him like feeding the meat to the tiger while they're singing about Carol Baskin killing his husband. husband. That was pretty funny. But like, you know, and then like I find out he didn't do the singing. I'm like, oh man. And then I was like, oh, that kind of makes sense though. (laughs) It kind of fits into the joke. Yeah. When we were watching the show, the first time a video came on and I heard the voice, I was suspicious. I was like, there's no way. Like with his accent that he has and his twang to his voice. Like I was like, that can't be his real voice. (laughs) And then sure enough, he hired some guys to like write songs for him. Yeah. I mean, the whole, the whole thing was just, I mean, it was bizarre and I, I don't, I, I don't know how else to frame it. You know I mean? It was just weird and I, it was fun, you know, it was fun to watch. And we watched like the, um, like the after, after show, show. Like, yeah. you know, talking, uh, talking tiger King, whatever. It right. Is. Right. <laughs> uh, it was all right. I mean, it was, you know, I, I, that, I think the biggest scumbag in that entire show is the, I can't remember his name. Uh, it was a guy that took over the, the zoo from Joe. Oh, Jeff Jeff Lowe, yeah. What, <laughs> just, <laughs> just what a special kind of guy he is. Jesus, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Pretty interesting. So I watched. Uh, what? Well, but yes, we have been binging a lot. Um, I think when I've been binging them, well, I watched Extraction the other night. There's another Netflix. It was the Chris Hemsworth. Uh, oh Netflix yeah, movie. I gotta watch that. Um, really good. Uh, it was super entertaining. I mean, just it was action from beginning to end. So it's it's a fun little action movie. It's not, you know, it's it's always fun seeing Thor not be Thor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when he's George Kirk, you know, it's, it's always amusing. Yeah. Um, but out. the what I've been binging most is Final Fantasy seven remake. That's that's uh, where. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Are, are you are, are you playing any of that? Or are you playing so, any? I I. I I play the video games, but I never um, I never was in a Final Fantasy. It's weird, like you know, talking to a lot of my friends at game. It's interesting to see how people's childhoods can can like fork off in different directions. And I see people are either in like this particular camp of like Final Fantasy and Zelda and that sort of thing, or you're in like this other camp. And I was kind of like in another video game camp. So I played a lot of PC games as a kid, like like. Uh, wizardry proving grounds of the mad overlord you know my, my buddy and i we sat down with a graph paper and we graphed out the dungeon as we were crawling through there in the middle of the night and so you know I, I we did that and i never was into i never really got into like um like final fantasy and some of those games um uh played a lot of like D as a kid but like now nowadays you know i'm i like to play games that have a competitive aspect to it you know, like hmm, so I've okay. been playing MOBAs. Um, I used to be big into like Counter Strike and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. uh, um, but now my game has been uh, for the last few years Heroes of the Storm. I really like MOBAs. Started out playing Dota two. Uh, never really tried League of Legends, but uh, I don't know. I just like Heroes of the Storm. The unfortunate thing is that game is kind of dying. Hate to see it, but yeah. man, you you definitely came from SOE. You and your mobas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was every time I walked into Stir's office, he'd be like playing Dota too, and I'm like, what? Yeah, fuck? I, you know, and it's weird. Like the MOBA thing is admittedly, I, 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 I stay away from them. I can't, <laughs> I can't do it, man. It's either you love them or you don't. There is no true. middle ground for a MOBA. It's no. true, and and like if you want to play and be good at it, you got to commit because there's like hundreds of characters and you got to know how to play them all. If you're going to be good, you know, even if you're not, even if you're not playing it, you got to understand what the other team is going to do to you. So you got to know all the other 
characters. Right. You're like, you got to know good. every counter to every, what everybody's yeah. going to know, what lanes they're going to take. And I'm like, yeah. what their ults are, what their timing is. You know, you really got to, you really got to understand all that stuff. And, and I like trying to get good at something. So for me, it's the challenge of getting better at the game. And, and so, yeah, that's, that's what I've been playing for a while so, now. It's funny, like what what really appealed to me over the last couple of years are like the battle royales, and obviously, yeah. like you know, were you, did you do any work on H one Z one? I did. That's so. I did a short stint where I had actually left SOE to go to a startup called Molten, and while we were there, we were working on a game based on the Unreal Four engine, which was the same engine that Fortnite was built on, and that that ended up shutting down after about six months. They really couldn't secure funding to keep going, and uh, and. Smed actually, you know, contacted me. He had heard about it and wanted to talk to me about coming back. And that was the team he wanted me to work on. And I thought this sounds pretty different. And so I jumped on H1Z1 during early development and was on there through launch and sometime after launch. And yeah, it was a fun game. I enjoyed it. But, uh, you know, like any any game out there had its issues, had things that could have been better, but it was a fun game. Well, you know, it, to me, it was like one of the first ones I heard about that was kind of the Battle Royale experience, if if not the, yeah. I don't know if it was the first one or not, to be honest with you, but it was the first it one that kind of made first, my radar. Yeah, yeah. It was one of the first to really be developed, to have that built in, you know, because like Battle Royale started out as a mod for, was it Daisy? I think one of those, one of those other games. Um, and uh, Brendan Green was the guy who created it, who's mm -hmm. known as a... Uh, you know, player unknown now, and he's got mm -hmm. PUBG player unknown battleground. So it's still one of the most popular ones out there, but yeah, H1Z1 is definitely one of the early ones. And then a lot of other people started jumping on that bandwagon as well. Even what Fortnite has battleground mode. Well, it's, it's funny. Cause like you mentioned PUBG. So PUBG is where it landed for me. Like yeah. I, my, my group and I, we've been playing PUBG for, you know, three years now and we love it now. It's, it's got its issues too. And mm -hmm. they don't seem to be really hot on the uh, fix it train to try to make it better, to be honest with you. But <laughs> right. that said, even with the issues that we bitch about all the time, it's still a game that we go to. And like most recently we picked up um, the new Warzone, Call of Duty Warzone. Mm. And yeah. you know, it's, <sighs> fucking call of duty man it's like <laughs> it's such like a flash in the pan like it's the new hotness for like five minutes and you yeah. just play and you play and play and then then you just go fuck this that's what <laughs> like, frustrates me done. the most like, out I, of uh... it, there's something about it where it it lands it, it just burns out so fast and like i'm not gonna play warzone yeah. for three years i'm i'm guarantee i'm not going to but we're still playing PUBG, you know I'm not a game switcher. Like I'm not the type of guy that's like, oh, a new game just came out. Stop what I'm doing and start playing that. I find a game that I like and I, I stick with it. And it frustrates me when they die off so quick. Like I was into games. Like I don't know if you ever heard of one called um, Super Monday Night Combat. Uh, oh. No, it's like that game was great and it was a lot of fun, but it just ended up dying. I would have still been playing that today if it was, was uh, it still going. PC. Yeah, it was PC. Uh, it was, you, uh, you and your master race. I know, I know. I'm sorry. No, like I like consoles too. There's a lot that I like playing stuff on the console, but um, you know, I like I like PC games. Um, but yeah, you know, I remember when I was like in my 20s, and and dude, I could not afford a computer until I think I was in my, I think it was in like my late 20s. I was like 29 or something like that, um, and I built it for Star Wars Galaxies. Oh, there you yeah. go. That'll yeah. bring it back for you. <laughs> right. Um, 
Oh my god! I I Memory. built my own for for galaxies, and that was like really the first time I owned a PC. But dude, I would like I was when I was in my early twenties, I was working at Target or whatever, and for a while, Target had like desktops and everything. And I would walk by, and some asshole because he knew that I was just first of all I couldn't afford it by on any stretch. I think at Target I was pulling down like a whopping twelve grand a year or something uh-huh. like that. Just wicked good money. <laughs> You know, and that was that was uh uh rolling in the Benjamins. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was, you know, that was net. Um but like it, it was <laughs> it's funny. It was people would put up like the tie fighter games or X-Wing or something like that, you know, just to piss me off because I knew I couldn't afford them and play them. So I would sit there and play them at Target. That's the only thing I could do, you know, mm-hmm. and but I I I ne- I missed the PC gaming boat because first of all couldn't afford one. Second of all, like I went once I could and I got to like the point where I could build my own and then like I could afford to actually buy a computer that was put together already. Boy, that was that was, you know, luxurious. <laughs> I, 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 it only lasted like probably like five years for me playing on PC and I was playing like Lord of the Rings online. And like I said, I was playing galaxies, yeah. but it got to the point where once I had to like I don't know, upgrade every 15 minutes to some new hotness to play a new thing. It it totally got overwhelmed old. me. It yeah. got so old so fast. And I'll, I'll tell you the day that I, I stopped PC playing was I went out, you know, you buy graphics cards. I would, I would sink money into it like once a year or something, you know, try to get something new. And then one time I brought home a graphics card, put it in, did a, did a whole bit. And then it go, and then it's like, well, now your power supply doesn't, isn't good enough. <laughs> You're like, like, really? I'm like, what is this nonsense? What do you mean? Like power supply, plug it in the wall and it turns on. Nope, not anymore. And I'm like, right. oh, that's okay. I'm done. You know, dealer change. And so that, that kind of sealed it for me, man. And, you know, I get it. You know, everybody, you know, either you love it or you don't. I don't know. But it, that's when consoles hit for me. And I was like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll try this PlayStation thing and see what happens. And, you know, from there. Yeah, you know, no, I, I did. You ever get into the rhythm games like uh, Guitar Hero and stuff like that? Still play Rock Band. <laughs> yes, still I, play Rock Band. Oh man, I I love games like that. Got into them like so heavy back when sort of Guitar Hero hit, and then got mm-hmm. into Rock Band, and I built a custom drum set before they even had the MIDI adapter that I had connected to it, so I could play on a, an electric drum set. Man, I, I just love those games and. My wife keeps saying, you need to get your drums back out because the kids want to play. So they're in the garage right now in a in a box. So I'm like, I need to hook those things back up. You know, it's funny you say that because, um, you know, Rock Band 4 is still like still a thing, you know, uh, and, and not for nothing. But like all the money I pumped into Rock Band with, you know, song here, song there. It's like three hundred and fifty dollars over yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, in all those songs, most of them still exist. So I'm like, God damn right, I'm going to still play because I want to get my, you know, if if I ever want to feel like this, this is the closest I'm ever going to get to being in the Foo Fighters. Okay? <laughs> right. Playing rock band, period. Right. You know, I stand up there in my underwear and I you know, do a thing and like, yes, that's the closest I, I'm I have ruined the song Monkey Wrench for Tiffany. Like she <laughs> she could not hear it come on the radio without thinking of me playing Guitar Hero because of trying to get a 100% on that thing for an achievement or something like. Totally. I've ruined that song for her. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. No, I, I, I love the rhythm games. I'm not good enough to play a real guitar, so I will I will play that. But drums, I played real drums as well for many years. So when Rock Band came out, I was like, oh, drums, look at this. And like the kit that you bought with like Rock Band 1, it was, oh, it, it, it was 
just garbage, right? Yeah. And it was like like hard plastic. So by the time Rock Band 2 came out, you know, and I, again, always bought the big band box because that's what you do. Yeah. I, I started modding it and like I went online and like there was all kinds of aftermarket accessories for your Rock Band drum set. And I didn't have like a real one to, to plug in, like a real electric drum set. But I mean... I was, you know, I upgraded the pedals, the pads, the the cymbals, everything. And so, I mean, might as well have just bought a regular drum set. Yeah. I, I came across some YouTube video early on where this guy was like, this was like in the Rock Band 1 days with the shitty drum set. He was like, here's how you can hack your Rock Band 1 drum set and connect it to a MIDI drum set. So you had to basically like tear the brain out of the thing. He showed you exactly what points you solder onto. You had to go buy a MIDI controller. So I ordered one off the internet and you soldered it to this MIDI controller. And once you soldered your rock band drums to that, then you could plug it into any electronic drum set and use that. So I didn't have an electronic drum set at the time, but I was like, now I'm going to get one. So I went out <laughs> and I bought like a, I bought like a Simmons five piece electronic drum set. It wasn't super expensive. It was like, I don't know, four or 500 bucks, I don't know, maybe less than that even and uh and did all the work to get that thing wired up and now i can play rock band one on an actual drum set and uh i had a blast with it It was so much fun like i'd never really played drums before i kind of have a little bit of a music background i started taking piano lessons when i was eight years old so i've always kind of played piano and i started teaching myself guitar in high school so i kind of had that love for music the whole time but drums was never something i had really gotten into very much so once i started playing that i was like man this is a blast so i started ended up buying like an acoustic drum set and really started getting into it trying to teach myself drums for a while but yeah i've always loved music it's been a lot of fun and i kind of miss playing those games it's fun, man. Like, I, and I, my Candace will kill me if I don't bring up the fact that one year she, because uh, I was re- I was really big in the rock band for for a long time, and so she bought me for Christmas like a pretty robust electric drum set, and nice. like she because she wanted me to play. Cause I think in like Rock Band two or maybe it was three, they said you can now go buy a set and it'll work with like it'll work yeah. out of the box, right? And like I don't know what it was the the dirt bag at the whatever place she bought it was like no no it's gonna work it's gonna work and there was this very specific one she was trying to get because she looked it up and did a research and the guy gave her like the different one and so it just didn't work and she was it was like we always like side eye each other about it because that was like the christmas that was you know (laughs) maybe someday ask her about it what she thought about that christmas but whatever (laughs) um you know it was a it was a good one uh, any, anyway, yeah, no, we, I'm still playing. I, I had Rock Band out uh, about two weeks ago I was playing. I mean, I just, I love the rhythm games. And again, I can't play, I can play the drums, but I can't play guitar. I can't sing. So I don't know. It's, it's the closest it, I'm ever going to get, dude. It really comes down to, and I think we share this, like, you got to really love the music. Like if you're into music and you just love the music, you'll love those games. Like, you know, I think, you know, not everybody that's tried guitar hero rock band will probably like it. But like, if you're really into those bands, like I grew up on like Van Halen and like, yeah. like Led Zeppelin and these guys. And I'm like, man, yeah. Just to be able to like play along with the rhythm is so much fun. It, and you know, it's funny. It's like, you'll, I'll, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming you would probably do the same, but even the like couple weeks ago when I played, I ended up playing for like two and a half hours. And at some point you go, I just played a concert. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
you know, it's like 40 songs or something. And you go, shit, I've been up to like, you know, you end up doing like 10,000 steps because you're walking around when you're playing kind of thing. And, you know, it just ends up being like a concert and you're like, you're sweating. Dude, when I would play the drums on rock band, I would be after like out. about an hour. Just it was. Yeah, you just be drenched. And it was like, oh, this is great. This so, is the greatest thing ever. So, you know, like. So they've got these, you know, they've got like achievements or whatever. And like for one of the guitar heroes, I think one of the achievements was play through every single song without stopping. And uh, me and my buddy, Josh, who we played a lot of the guitar hero together, were like, let's unlock, let's get together and unlock this achievement. So I went over to his house one night and we fired up the Xbox. We both logged in. Make sure, make sure you're logged in so that you get credit for this. Right. So he's logged in. I'm logged in. We're like, okay, we're good. So we decide, you know. We're going to go through this and we're going to alternate between guitar and bass. But we're going to play through the whole entire song catalog to unlock this achievement. Well, like four and a half hours later, we get to the last song and we're like, okay, this is it. We play it. Song is over. All of a sudden, Xbox does its thing. The little boink, pops up yeah. achievement unlocked and it does it. It does it once. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Turned out for for some reason I wasn't logged in correctly and I didn't get the credit for it. And Dude. Josh did. And we had just played four and a half hours. It was like it was like a concert, like you said. And I'm like, yeah. how did I not get credit for that? I was so bummed out. Josh was like, Don't worry, man, we'll do it again. Like, not yeah, tonight, we- but we'll do it again. And sure enough, like a couple of weeks later, we got together, we did the whole thing again so that I could get the achievement. So that was like like eight or nine hours of playing straight we did to try to unlock those achievements it was stupid oh you should should just done it right then man i I think it was probably after midnight and everybody was asleep and it's like yeah is that Uh, which one one of one of the because we did guitar hero as well and admittedly i'm i'm more of a rock band guy than guitar hero just mm -hmm. overall because that's where i spent all my money was rock band so i think i just had to be (laughs) more into the rock band camp Uh, plus i think they had they had more foo fighters available over time and that that's where i just go oh okay you have foo fighters you you can have my money right but one of them one of the games and i think it was guitar hero um was it was a song like through Fi- through the fire and the flame oh, or yeah. something like yeah, that through the fire and flames by uh uh, uh why am i spacing on it's like god guitar i can't think of the band name dude uh, but as soon yeah. as you say it i'll know it yeah yeah it was, it's like the hardest i saw some dude one time was it a je- it. dragon force right had to ask the google um yeah <laughs> i saw some kid at like gen con like 20 2009 or something like that or 2008 dude this kid was just in a corner and he was playing and like it came up and all of a sudden there was like 60 people around him dude this guy nailed it on guitar on expert man or or whatever the hardest difficulty yeah. was on guitar hero that's but insane it was, dude. I've never seen like someone's fingers move like that. And I'm like, I don't know, dude, whatever. I, and yes, I know Jimi Hendrix was real and his fingers move like that. I get it. But, right. But for no, a video game. to it, man. I mean, yeah, like people, some people don't understand how you, how like you can be on Twitch and watch someone else play a game, but just like a sport, it's like interesting to watch somebody who's good at what they do. And when a kid can hit like through the fire and flames on expert perfect and not miss a note, it's like an interesting thing to see. Cool. It is, man. It's like, it's just like a, and I feel like it's a weird, you know, there's like something in that brain that is not in my brain that is clicking on there. And, you know, it's, it's, it's bizarre to watch, but it's, it's super impressive, man. Yeah, I don't know. For sure. 
I dig all that. So we got, or we'll have to do like a rock band party or something. Definitely. But we'll have to do it remotely because neither you or I will want to go anywhere. <laughs> right. Right. Unless, unless we, unless there's beer involved and, and we're not driving. Also true. Then we can make it happen. Also true. Are you, uh, are you already, re- already planning your, uh, Christmas extravaganza with your lights? <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's kind of ongoing. I've been working on cleaning out my basement in my spare time, which is kind of my workshop for all that stuff and getting everything organized. So this year it ought to be super cool. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. So it, let, let's, uh, any, if I've confused anybody. So uh, during the holidays, there's a show on called like the, what's it called, man? The Christmas uh, light the great fight. Christmas light fight on ABC. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's super it's kind of the hosts are very cheesy i think but the right. show itself is pretty cool it's like it, it's just it showcases what people like do around their home at the holidays like all the lights and all the it basically like theme parks in some cases yeah basically if you've seen christmas vacation if you're like clark griswold it's that sort of thing <laughs> <laughs> it really is it truly truly is and uh you you've done a couple like now you have not been on the show, but you're in touch because you and I talked about it a couple of weeks ago when I was yeah. when we were doing the thing. Yeah. But so are you are you trying to get on the show? Are they gonna not really are they gonna come I mean, by the Spence house? It's a, <laughs> I don't think so. It, the funny thing is this hobby is a pretty close knit group of people, and you know with with the internet and Facebook groups and all that stuff, like we're we're all in the same groups, so we like know all the people that have been on that show, which is kind of funny. Like every year, someone's like. I'm on GCLF this year. So it's like, okay, we know a few other people that are on that show again this year, but yeah, it's a small, it's a fairly small, but growing hobby. And uh, everybody is very collaborative about it. So people are like, Hey, how do you do this thing? Or like, how do you make this thing work? So um, it's a lot of fun, you know? And if you're, you know, I've always been into like building shit and tweaking things. And I've, if you could put lights on something or make something out of electronics, that's always been like right up my wheelhouse. So right. yeah, about 10 years ago, I think it was probably the first time like of a YouTube video went viral where somebody did some crazy lights on his house. And I, I saw that and I was like, Oh, that looks awesome. I've got to do that mainly because I was interested in the sequencing. It's like, I really want to, I think I've always wanted to be like a concert lighting guy or something. You know, I'm like a closet right. concert lighting guy. Cause I was like, Oh yeah, to take a song and be able to like sequence the lights for it. That sounds like a lot of fun. So I decided to create my first Christmas show back in like, yeah, it was like 2010 or something. And uh, it was a lot of fun. And ever since then, I've been doing it. It's been growing and getting bigger. It's a hobby that makes the rest of us feel like shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's funny, too, because like, like literally most of us, the reason we do it is because, you know, we love seeing like the joy on kids faces when they come to your house and they're like, they're like, oh my God. And they're like singing along with the theme song from Frozen. And you just love seeing people like light up. So it's hilarious right. to say that. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm like, yeah, you know, that, that's that's great for the kids that want to <laughs> right. sing along with Frozen. But for the adults, you go like, fuck, all I did was put like a couple strings up on the outside. I'm like, all right. right well, <laughs> I mean, the big thing over here in our neighborhood is we're trying to get it. And we've been trying to do this for years. Like, let's go across the street kind of thing. Like, let's do yeah. the the strands of light from house to house to house across the street. I want to do the that biggest. so bad. Well, yeah, but you don't live. In, do you live? Do you have neighbors? 
<laughs> yeah, we do. We do have some neighbors, but yeah, this it's kind of spread out where I am. So there's not a lot of neighbors, but yeah, I, I do miss living in a neighborhood for that reason. Like we go to some of these neighborhoods like Christmas card lane or like Bainbridge up in Temecula and you see these neighborhoods where everybody's got their lights connected. And I'm like, man, I want to live in a place like that. Dude, oh, you know, let me tell you, you don't. Uh, I will tell you right now, you don't. And I'll, I'll tell you why, because I'll, firsthand, I lived on a Christmas card lane. Um, <laughs> Did you? It was in, the the one I lived in was in Rancho Penasquitos. And I lived right on the fucking street. And I moved, this was like 19, I moved out in 1991, I think, or somewhere in there right. and it just started picking up speed in like 90 so i only had like a year of dealing with it and look i love the holidays i love the whole concept of it you know what i didn't fucking love the traffic <laughs> <Was> when, yeah <laughs> when, like i live there and i gotta go see somebody whatever and it, it took like three and a half hours to get out of my neighborhood yeah. i mean that, that would, was that would be annoying yeah, fucking drag is what it was yeah so, i can definitely see that and if I'm, you know, if I'm like 47 living there, I go, oh, it's nice. People come by and they see and they have their cocoa and they, or the or the booze or whatever. But when you're like 19 and you want to go see like girlfriend type material and you're like, well, I'll see you tomorrow because, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I got to get there at 4 p.m. because it's going to get dark and it's, it's I'm trapped, trapped yeah. like rats. Yeah, that, that part would suck. Yeah, it sucked. Well, anyway, well, look, man, uh, you know. Stay safe in these weird times and, uh, you know, make sure your family's good and, you know, pass on our, our safe thoughts and yeah, <laughs> man, prayers. I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. Yeah. You know? No, don't, you know, we'll, we'll have to like get some Philippies once this is all over. Uh, but we, till we then, will have to do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And tell any man, the white Pete just. Just trust me. Do you? Well, let me hold on. Like, I got to preface this really quick. Do you like garlic? I do. I love garlic, dude. White pizza is it. for you. Okay, <laughs> it's, I'll try that. And you know, the white has like no, like no sauce on it, right? It's it's a it's traditional. Not like it's not like an Alfredo sauce. Or something. No, that is that is dumpster fire white pizza. Okay. No, all right, all right. Oh, a traditional because I'm I'm from the from the East Coast where white pizza is totally mainstay. And there is all, all that is on this pizza. You have, you know, it's the same, it, the mountain of cheese that they put on there. Uh-huh. And there's some underneath the cheese in between the crust is just minced garlic, some olive oil and some other spices. It is. It sounds good. There's no sauce. Like it's not a Fredo-y. No, 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 no. Um, delicious. Delicious. All right, but, I'm going to get one of these. And I don't know that I can wait. Maybe I'll get one this weekend. <laughs> God damn it. Now I want to get one too. <laughs> well, I will definitely flaunt it on Facebook if I get one. You damn right you will. I got to live through you, man. All right. <laughs> All right, man. It was good talking to you, Greg. Yeah, man. Same here, Jason. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Hey, folks. Brenzor here. Hey, listen. You know, I love providing content for you. I really do. It's it's enjoyable. I have a good time doing it. I I feel like you're enjoying it because I get a lot of comments and I get a lot of messages and I get a lot of people saying, "Hey, this is this is awesome. I really like what you're doing. Keep it up." So listen, if you can support the show, I'd appreciate you doing so. Head over to the Facebook page. You'll see the link on Anchor. Click on it if you want to support the show. Go for it. 
donate a buck, do what you got to do. I appreciate it in this weird time. But if, you know, if you do and, um, you know, you get enough support, I could start uh, maybe uh, leveling up the show production a little bit. What do you think? All right. Well, look, if you want to and you can, I'd appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? I'll leave it at that. Go to my Facebook page, <laughs> Brenzor's Dead on Facebook. You'll see the link at the top for the Anchor site, which is anchor.fm forward slash Jason Dash Brenner. Boy, that wasn't a mouthful. Anyway, go over to Facebook. You'll see it. Click on it. There's a support button. Support the show. Dunka. Cheers. Thank you. Bye-bye.